This is Unstructured. Hey, everybody. Today we have a returning guest or co-host or partner in crime, Brett <laughs> Allen. Uh, yes. The Open Mic Podcast. And we're doing another crossover show. Uh, I quote behind the scenes, number two. Yes. Number two, part two. I'm doing good. It's been a good day. I am enjoying a beverage here. Oh, and, cheers. Uh, cheers, yes. What I am have? enjoying a proper uh, Central Coast 805. Okay. IP, I think it is, yeah. I don't know. It's a California thing. I have no idea. I guess that's an area code. Yeah, it's Petaluma, California. So, oh, let, the land you? of uh, Twit or this week yes. in tech. Yeah, what are you enjoying? A left hand milk stout. Left hand is a brewery outside of Boulder, Colorado. Okay. Good winter. So, is it, it's a milk stout. So, is it a little bit thicker and creamier? Yeah, than, it's like if you take okay. a, if you take like a, a Guinness stout or something and then you lay like a, a milky overlay with a little sweetener in it. Okay, so like a milkshake, kind of, in a way. Kind of. It's not that thick. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to talk about your most recent interview, the one that you just released, the one that I was excited about. So for those of you joining in, we talked about this interview, and Eric just released it. So we'll make that the focus this week on our behind the scenes. Um, and then I have a tech issue that I want to talk about and put a call to action out to anybody who might know something. But anyway, let's talk about your interview. How do you feel about it? How's it doing? It was awesome, by the way. Cool. Um, it's doing well as far as I know. The numbers, everything looks fine. I'm waiting to get feedback from people because I think it's a departure. I don't know. Others might think that it's completely on track with what I do, which is everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It went well. I... I'm very interested in the topic, but yet at the same time, I don't want to endorse a view. I want to be open to anyone who wants to come on, but I'm not necessarily stating that I agree a hundred percent with anything that sure. somebody says. Sure. So. He definitely has an inter interesting perspective. I have to say, um, I'll hold my formal opinion to myself, <laughs> but yeah, it was great. So, you had mentioned that you were talking about maybe doing more of those types of things. What are your thoughts on that in particular? I'm not sure. I, I do think that I enjoy talking about and speculating on different subjects and I've already interviewed other authors. And if somebody comes forward or has a good true crime bit with an interesting story, I enjoy talking about the subject. I have other things coming mm -hmm. up where that's going to be in line so I feel like that's a good addition to what I'm already doing. Yeah, I think you do really well at that. And those people are drawn to you naturally. I think just based on a lot of the guests <laughs> that you, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying like you've had the FBI people, you've had all of these different genres of people on your show. So that guest that you just had, I think falls right in line with what you're doing, if that makes sense. Sure. And to preview it for everyone, essentially the guest is John Eckberg. He wrote a book and the title of the book, so I get it right, is OJ Simpson and Glenn Rogers, colon, The Juice, Road Dog, and Murder on Bundy Drive. So why don't you sum it up 
for those listeners who maybe didn't catch the episode yet on replay, which it's available everywhere you stream your podcast, of course. Except for Pandora. We're hoping. Yeah. Pandora, we're hoping. Yes. But um, the bottom line of the episode is he wrote a book that speculates that OJ Simpson did not physically commit the murders of Nicole Brown Simpson and Ron Goldman. Mm-hmm. In fairness, he's not saying that OJ Simpson is innocent, however. Yes, just that is that true. He did not physically commit the acts. And that is a significant thing. His theory is that a serial killer named Glenn Rogers, who is a real person on death row currently, is the one who actually carried out the acts in front of OJ or mm-hmm. while with J- Interesting. Yeah, it was a good episode. And, you know, to come at it from the perspective of that's a pretty big swing saying and posturing that statement that he didn't actually physically do it. You know, I think most of America thinks that he did a good percentage, I would imagine. And that's why he got such a long jail term for a relatively small crime in Vegas. That was a, a punitive, you know, payback. Sure. Yeah, and I think that some people would say that his life is just a prison sentence, just to all of the struggles that he has had, you know, and that he's dealt with as just a person. But yes, I, I do agree with you. That whole Vegas thing was definitely punitive for those particular actions. A retribution. How ago, yes, I mean. Yeah. How long ago was that trial? That was like in the 90s, right? Yes. Um, his uh, trial is 94 or 95. I, I okay. w- want to say, I think it might be 95 because I think the murder mm-hmm. itself was in 94 mm-hmm. and the trial went on. I don't know if you recall, but it was like eight months long. I do. Yeah, I do. Insane. It, it, there's never been anything like it, at least prior to that. I can't think of another trial since that's been that closely watched or, or in depth. And I mean, it was, it's actually kind of, I, I'm not trying to downplay. It's a horrible thing. It's a murder. Yeah, of course. But it's relatively small time. If you think about it, it was a, a, a you know, potentially the case was an angry husband who killed a ex-wife and her boyfriend. How right. many times does that go on in this country for it to be such a magnified incident for a relatively common crime? Yeah, I don't even think the Lorena Bobbitt case got that much attention, which is back in the news again. I don't know if you noticed that. No, but it is. Thing. Yeah, so they are following up with both of them, which that could be a good guess for you, one of those two. Oh, God. <laughs> Joey Buttafuoco or Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, so NBC, I think, is now doing John a thing. Bobbitt. John Bobbitt. Joey Buttafuoco. <laughs> Who is that? John he, Bobbitt. Uh, Joey Buttafuoco is with. Amy, something? Amy Fisher. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even that, the Long Island Lolita. So anyway, <laughs> so John Lee Bobbitt and Lorena Bobbitt are back in the news now, and they are recounting the entire crime. It's like a whole nightly special that they're doing. I'm kind of interested. I was, I, I vaguely remember that whole thing, but in any case, um, I digress at this point. But yeah, that was a good interview. Good job on it. So how are you doing as far as other things? You got some more fun things in 
the pocket coming up this week or are you just sure. kind of release things little by little like we talked about before well, I'm not, I, I actually am building a backlog. It's one of those that I plan to slow down, but I still have a backlog. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably come out with Robert King, a uh, follow-up next, Dr. Robert King out of um, Cork. Okay. Really, really fascinating guy. Um, I have coming up, I'm super excited. I actually have an interview with uh, Cheryl Atkinson. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. That was a big swing, too. Uh, it was, and it was an out of nowhere i reached out to her uh, what seven months ago back in june mm-hmm. and i followed up and i never heard anything and as you well know that's not uncommon that not you're at just, all you're throwing a stone into a lake and it just skips skips flip. it's just mm-hmm. gone <laughs> that's how it feels with some of the guest inquiries yes i agree but then all of a sudden um at the end of the year she wrote back and said, I've been crazy busy and I'm getting around to this now. Da, da, da. And I, mine was uh, thank you, ma'am. When can we meet? <laughs> awesome. So she's booked. I, yes, she is booked. I'm interviewing her this coming week. Um, it'll nice. be on the phone because, well, she had her computer hacked and I oh, can see God. where she's a little paranoid about that. Well, yeah, yeah. She, that's part of her story is uh, her computer was tapped by the government. Oh, that's right. Okay. I vaguely remember that. Yes. Wow. So those are two big ones then. That's awesome. Very cool. I have got Robin Hauser coming up this week. She is a local Bay Area filmmaker who has a film on IA Bias. She was with Randy, right? Yeah, she was with Randy. So Randy, thank you for that connection if you're listening. And I'm interviewing her this week. We were going to try and do it local, but it just didn't work out for her. So we're doing that by phone. And then I have Richard Chapo this week, the internet lawyer, which was a referral through you and through interview connections. So I'm excited to talk to him. I'm actually doing some pretty hefty research on both of them, but him specifically because his genre is so niche that I want to make sure and ask him the right questions. There's a, a lot of good stuff to ask him about uh, GDPR. He's an expert on that. Um, you know, he's internet law. And I think I fired some questions your way that you may want to yeah. feed him. Yeah, you sent me a couple. but uh, And then, of course, the team over Interview Connections, they definitely provided a really great one sheet on him as well. So I'm excited about it. So I think we both have good weeks coming up. Oh, you use those? <laughs> kind of. If I... <laughs> Yeah, so for those listening, a one sheet is something that a booking agent will send you that has all their info, and then there's, like, questions on there. But that's handy, so I know the five questions to not ask. (laughs) So, yeah, Eric typically goes at it from a completely different direction, and I try to as well. I had an interview this week with Damian Lupo, which was great. He is a venture capitalist. He's an entrepreneur. If you haven't listened to the episode, it was a lot of fun. But his whole thing is rewriting the rules of retirement and investments and that just saving to retire is essentially a big waste of time. There's other ways to go about it as well. And just really helping people. Yeah, that's really his thing. So I know that kind of is low-hanging fruit to leave, but really he thinks retirement is essentially – I don't want to misquote him, but it's dumb the way, at least the way that we traditionally look at retirement, that there's better ways to Hmm. prepare for retirement. 
uh, because it would take too long more than well, no, everybody needs to listen to it. Yeah, everybody needs to listen. So it's available everywhere. And it's Damien Lupo. It's great. It's the downloads on that one. And the responses have been really good. He's he was a great guy to talk to. And uh, that was my first official interview on Squadcast. Shout out to those guys. I finally no, made the switch. Second interview. Second interview with you, but outside of us. Like <laughs> <natural guest. laughs> You've been good practice, though. It was different talking to him face to face. I was a little bit nervous, to be honest, when we first started. Because when you're interviewing a phoner or you're doing it through Skype phone, you don't see the person. So sure, sure. anonymity. But when you're looking at him face to face like this, there's a lot of things that are different. You know what I'm saying? So I can see what you're doing and you can see what I'm doing. So sure. I told him, hey, I've got my questions on this monitor over here. So if I look over, <laughs> I'm not ignoring you or trailing off. I'm just reading my notes. Mm. I don't know if there's a better way to do that. Actually, uh, yeah. Um, shout out to the Squadcast guys, and I've already talked to them about it, so I'll just put it out there again. I want a notes function underneath the window of the guest. That would be awesome. Then I'll copy and paste it right into there. So as I'm talking, I can scroll up and down and seem like I'm looking right in the eye, but I'm actually reading the notes at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I know they probably listen to your show. I don't know if they've heard mine, but... They that would be a great function to have is to have notes that you can look at. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's it for me. Um, One more guest I want to talk about that I had recently was uh, yes. Chase Hughes, and I need oh to yes, thank you Chase. for that too. He's awesome, Chase. You're the best. <laughs> I actually, you you actually put me on or put him on my radar. Yeah, he reached out to me like months ago on LinkedIn and mm -hmm. it took us a while to get connected, but let's talk about how that went for you. It went great. And ironically, he's local. So we still had to do it online. It's one of those weird things where even though he's local, he's in Virginia beach, I'm in Hampton where there's a bridge tunnel and you have only so many hours in the day. He had an event in England he had to go to and then he had to cancel because his kitchen was flooded. And, you know, there's always different things, but when you break it down, getting your equipment together for the remote recording, get in the vehicle, drive over, meet the person. You know, you're adding a lot of time to it. It's a lot. Whereas here, um, I'm wearing like a, a lounge pants right now. Just I know, chilling. I'm in my pajamas right now. <laughs> exactly. Basically. <laughs> and we're, we're just chilling. You know, it's instant. Um, I literally could tell you, hey, you ready in 15 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me finish yeah. watching this TV show with the wife. And then I come here and I record. Yeah, I was watching a show too, actually, on Netflix. So <laughs> imagine that. So yeah, <laughs> that's what's so handy. So even though we are, you know, recording online, it, it still makes, or even though we are local, we can still record online and it, it's helpful. But I like the interview. It's uh, the first of probably several. Okay. He's a kind of tandem with another guest on Mark Bowden. And there may be a tie in with uh, Joe Navarro, hopefully. Okay. I'm circling Joe, kind of like, Joe, come, come to the dark side. Yes. Have you had <laughs> Shana Compton on before? Shana Compton? She's a body language expert. I have she runs, she runs in circles with all those guys. Well, I reached out to her today to try and get her on. She cool. works with Chase on certain things. 
And I reached out to her through LinkedIn and I haven't heard anything. It's Saturday. So, but anyway, that's that just to kind of caveat off of what you were talking about. You had a good interview with Chase. It went really well. What do you think you'll talk about the next time? Are you just going to continue on with what you discussed? Um, The first one was just kind of a get to know him. Sure. And then I will go down one of the tracks. Chase is a unique guy. Um, Like Mark Bowden is a body language guy and communications guy, period. Or, you know, that's a specialty. I'm sure he does more, but he's known mostly for that. So I kind of got to know Mark, but I dug into Mark and his acting background and who he was and running naked and streaking for the Nike commercial, things like that, which are important. That's crazy. I completely, I didn't even realize he was that guy. <laughs> I dig, but um, it's, it, it's a lot of fun. It helps you get to know people. <laughs> now with Chase though, Chase is, uh, he's a squirrely character. And I'm sure he'll be flattered for that by that, but he is into interrogation into body language as well. But then his body language is almost uh, targeted. Mm-hmm. Now the difference between the two is like Mark Bowden is kind of, you know, he's in the acting world. He's still very much into the acting world and the professional world. And it's about how to make business relationships and, you know, read other people or more importantly, how to project your own body language. So you are presenting yourself in a good manner. I mean, how do you change somebody else? Mm -hmm. You really can't, but you can change yourself and have other people react to you better. Now, Chase Mm -hmm. does that too, but then Chase also does the dark side of it or the very realistic side of it where he teaches cops. And I've actually attended one of his courses with um, cops and his body language, it'll save you his life. Yeah. And that I think is, um, an outstanding quality. It's something that you definitely, definitely cannot overlook. Mm -hmm. Now the other things that he does, because that's the fun part, he not only does the body language, but he also does interrogation and (laughs) manipulation and God, um, interrogation, manipulation. I mean, literally hypnotizing people. Mind control, essentially. Mind control, thank you. Um, building Manchurian candidate. So he goes all the way to the dark side. And if you heard that chime just now, I apologize, everyone. But Brett was kind enough to remind me that I needed to shout out someone who emailed in. I don't know if anybody remembers, but last episode I was saying, hey, please email me at unstructuredp at gmail.com. And Brett at... Open mic guest at gmail.com. Sorry, I missed your, your cue. <laughs> Not so subtle cue. Sorry. He's looking right at me. I could see Eric. So I he just was like giving me the look. <laughs> like, uh, yes. Open mic sure. guest at gmail.com. Yes. Okay. And unstructured P at gmail.com. But I was really, really flattered and I'm very thankful I heard from somebody. And I hope I didn't get the name wrong. I say that a lot. But Bruno Amaral or Amaral from Lisbon, Portugal. Yes, all the way across the pond. Which, it blew me away. He um, literally said, you wanted us to reach out, so here it is. And you know what? That that didn't make my day. That made my year last year. That was awesome. 
Yeah, that was so, awesome. I just want to thank him, you know, so much for reaching out. He's also in the Instructured Facebook group now, too. Very cool. So, All right. That's awesome. Well, we're at 20 minutes. How can people listen to your show, Eric? Unstructured. Everywhere. And my show, the Open Mic Podcast, is available everywhere as well. Until next uh, time. Hint on that. If you go to iTunes, you may have to search for Brett Allen, A-L-L-A-N. Yes. It doesn't always come up with Open Mic. <laughs> yeah. So there's a whole other story about the title of my show. We can save that for the next time. It's, it's quite long, but it has changed multiple times to what it is now. And it's great. Thank you. All right, Eric. Thank you very much. And everybody for listening and joining in. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.